Man, we had Pastor Jacob Rayon yeah. <laughs> join us. Did you say it right? I did. Okay, good. I did. Man. I said it right. Man. Joe Biden's first 100 days. Hey. Are you excited? Hey. I am, actually. You're going to get more money. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. No, it's, it's not real. It's, it's not, not real. real. No. He's not going to get, he's not going to get real money. It's monopoly money. They can put I, as much point, monopoly in my account as they want to. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I just want Bitcoin. Those things are yeah. chains, man. They're chains. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hooks. I'm going to build fences around my place away from them with it. I'll tell you that. Hey, much, you guys. Right? Thank you for joining our Sunday special. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. It's good to be with you guys. Uh, we have just a lot going on coming up, and I just want to quickly summarize everything that's going on. Uh, first, uh, as we can't thank enough the thousands of club members that have joined and supported us. Wow. Super grateful for you guys. Um, wow. Uh, obviously... We couldn't be where we're at without you. We're hiring uh, a COO, which is desperately needed. Yes. On my side of things. Yeah. I don't even zone. know what a COO is, um, but, but I'm excited. Everyone who's been frustrated Biology. with me about dripology, uh, not answering emails on time and all that stuff and getting orders out, we have a bunch of tumblers that we're actually going to be shipping out starting Monday. So I haven't been able to ship a tumbler out yet. Silver. Hallelujah. Anybody Gold, hallelujah. Any club member that actually hallelujah. subscribes over uh, silver and above will actually get a tumbler. Coming out, and we we got we're we're, we're close to the end. Um, so limited supplies left yeah. on the on the sign tumblers. up now. Become a member now. Sign up now. The other thing is, if you sign up now, uh, you also get a hundred dollars off at our Fight Laugh Feast rally that's yeah. coming up April twenty uh, ninth through May first. Love God, sing psalms, defy tyrants. This is so important. We got um, Steve Dace coming. Oh, Pastor Wilson, Pastor Toby, of course. Um, Sheriff Wheeler, who I'm super excited about. One of the few sheriffs in the country standing up saying, uh-uh. That's right. Oof. Yep. We ain't doing that. One of the few Presbyterian sheriffs in the country. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, hey. Pastor Ben Merkel. And then we got a couple other names I can't drop yet because I got to have that convo with them. Uh, <laughs> we got to let them know. Oh, really? let them know yeah, where they're going to be. They don't know they're going to be there yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Because when I have that convo, people do, you know, that I do everything for you, so you yeah. do everything for me. Uh, that's that exactly right. Okay. That's right. Godfather. Godfather's the Godfather in. now? You didn't know that. What? He gets people places they shouldn't be at. Right. <laughs> what, what are we doing here anyways? What are we doing Look here? Us. Lastly, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our magazine. This is really important. Oh, yeah. uh, every quarter, we're going to be sending out, basically, it's like a, a mini book experience in what we're doing with our magazine, but with various authors on, on certain top, topics and everything. This, this current magazine that's going to be shipped out, our first magazine that's going to be shipped out is March up first, the joy of the Lord is our strength, and yes. it's getting oh. you ready for Easter. Oh, that's what that's doing. Go. You know Feasting. what I'm saying? Feasting. We're gonna have a. We go uh, to war because we could go to war. Francis Fukushima's writing an article in there, yeah. and he's gonna have a recipe, some Easter recipes in there. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, what's up now? Right with that. I mean, it's worth it just for the recipe from Francis Fukushima. <laughs> I'm buying it. Samaritan Ministries connects hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who care for one another's medical needs, all without the use. Of insurance. Amen. Here's how it works. Amen. First, there's no network restrictions. As a Samaritan member, when a healthcare need arises, you choose your doctor, That's your right. hospital, your pharmacy. Samaritan Ministries will connect you with other members who will pray for you, and then they send a financial gift directly to you to help with your medical expenses. You can use the money you receive to pay your health care providers. You can join anytime. New members are always welcome. When the body of Christ comes together to pray, encourage, and provide for one another, burdens are lifted. And God is glorified. This applies to all areas of life, including health care. You can learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitik. And we're thankful to Samaritan Ministries for supporting CrossPolitik. So check them out. That's right. Amen. So Joe Biden, he's going to be releasing. Uh, I, there's so many plans flying around. And I all know. That stuff, it's crazy. Right? He's got this American rescue plan. He's going to rescue us. Oh, oh good. He's yeah. a savior. Uncle Daddy Direct Joe. Cash payments. Oh. Extended unemployment insurance. Oh, Rent relief, food assistance, yeah. keeping essential frontline workers on the job. Water running uphill. Aid to small businesses. <laughs> These are the key elements no more of the gravity. American Rescue Plan that would lift 12 million Americans out of poverty. That's it? Cut child poverty in half. Why is he? Why, Only in half. He's going to pick and choose. million children oh. lifted out of poverty. Special. Our plan will reduce poverty in the black community. By one third, reduce poverty in the Hispanic by community. Th- that's it. Almost what a racist percent, and includes much more. Not like 100%. An increase in the minimum wage. Oh, to at least fifteen dollars an hour. People tell me that's going to be hard to pass. Florida just passed it. As divided as that state is, they just passed it. Thanks, Republicans. Yeah, good work, Ron. The rest work, of the country's ready to move as well. It should be a national minimum wage of fifteen dollars an hour. How do you know that? <laughs> 
How do you know it should be that? It's based on nothing. How do you – even more concerning to me, have you asked a Christian how they argue against minimum wage biblically? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you know well, they, how to argue against no, that biblical? That's right. you no, know what the I mean? reason why he's standing up in there and saying this, the reason why they did it in Florida is because no Christian knows. Yeah. They don't know how to argue. And, oh. and, and, you, know you know who I want to argue against minimum wage biblically? I would love to hear Jonathan Lehman. Oh. I would love to hear Jonathan Lehman lay out a yeah. case. Jonathan, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sorry. funny. That's funny. That's funny. Somebody tell Jonathan. Seriously, I would love to see how Jonathan Lehman would present for us yeah. why minimum wage is unbiblical, a biblical argument against minimum wage. I think most Christians think it's fine. Yeah, I think so too. I think most Christians think it's fine for the government to steal. Mm. Most Christians think it's fine for the government to tell you what you're worth. Hey, hey, don't yep. give Jonathan any help here, okay? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but, you know. Sorry. Anyway, it's, it's I'm wondering. You know, because, um, you know, having fixed, um, you know, weights and measures. Right. That was in the Old Testament. That's right. So I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you I know. know. I mean, I know, I know how to I answer know. from the New Testament, <laughs> but I'm just wondering. Well, and, we, and don't forget. Cash payments. Uh, listen to this. Extended unemployment insurance. Rent relief. Food assistance. Wait, did I just hear this? Yeah, you just heard that. He just. <laughs> Everything he listed off yeah. is what a good slave wants oh, or what a good slave yeah. gets. Right. Mm. Food assistant, health care, cash payments. You right. know, all, everything right. he listed right. off right. is like it's, yeah. slavery. Yeah, because in Egypt, slavery. It, there was really good food in Egypt. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, there was leeks. They and had was, meat. Yeah, all that good stuff in yeah. Egypt, right? Well, and here, part of this, too, notice you can't miss this. The reason why we are where we're at is because they have put us here. So if we have people right. who are poor— all, I love when, when the, war David Bonser, po- the war on poverty was one of the biggest creators of poverty. This is why I don't believe right. them. This yeah. is why I don't believe them. They tried this already, right. and it only made ghettos. Yeah. It didn't yeah. change, and it only, it's only yeah. gotten worse. Right. It's destroyed our city. So I don't believe it. But one of the things that David Bonson said when we had him on the show, we were talking about the first shutdowns. We were talking about uh, the relief plans the first time they right. tried to do this. One thing he said was, guys, everything is still there. The, the ability to make money, the product, right. all, the, all, all the things are still in place. The people, you just got to let them do what it is that they do to make money and operate. So the, who has been the biggest factor and why everything has regressed? Well, you have. The government. You have stopped people right. from working. Yeah. You have stopped them from going to harvest what it is that they need to make their and, products. And they're the ones stopping them from paying people what they're willing to take. Yes. They're saying, no, you have to pay them this much. You have to spend this much on your payroll and, right. and so on. And they're yeah. the ones slowing it all it's, down. It's crazy. What, yeah. what did Reagan say? I'm from the worst words you, you want, nine, ever, never want to hear. The nine most yeah. terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm, I'm here, here to help. help. Oh, and Joe Biden has got a 100-day plan now. Oh, he does. I yeah. Vaccinations, <laughs> opening schools. These are the three key goals for my first 100 days. Three key goals. First, okay. my first 100 days is going to require, I'm going to ask for a masking plan. Oh, great. They, they don't, don't work. work. They don't the work. The first 100 days of my administration to wear a mask. It will start with my signing an order on day one to require masks where I can under the law. Like federal buildings, oh. interstate travel on planes, trains, and buses. He's, that's already happening. I'll that's, also be that's working not do with anything. governors and mayors to do the same in their states and their cities. Uh-oh. That's scary. Secondly, this team, this team will help get at the latest, at the last 100 million COVID-19 vaccine, at least 100 million COVID vaccine shots oh. into the arms of the American oh. people in the first 100 days. Great. 100 million shots. In the first hundred days, oh, that, this would be one of the hardest, the most costly operational challenges in our nation's history. We're going to need Congress to fully fund vaccine distribution to all corners of the country, to everyone. The third thing I'm going to ask in the hundred days, it should be a national priority to get our kids back into school and keep them in school. If Congress provides the funding we need to protect students, educators and staff, if states and cities put strong public health measures in place that we all follow, then my team will work to see that a majority of our schools can be open by the end of my first 100 days. Well, there you got it. 100 days. <laughs> in case anybody needs no help. I thought that was Luther. It's not Luther Vandross. It's James Ingram. Oh. Shame on me. I should know that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah those, I, I sometimes mix those up. Hey, hey, 100 ways, and you dubbed it 100 days. That was nice. That was, that was good, man. That was good. There's, there's, um, 
Um, Thanks, Gabe. <laughs> I was just, I was just giving him props. I was giving him props. That's what I was doing. I didn't know what No, but I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, but, guys, um, you know, part of me, like, well, number one, like, this is, yeah, this is what they do. When you don't believe in God, when you believe that there is no God above mm-hmm. and all you got is us, then, yeah, you, you are your own. You, you think you're the savior. You, you think you're going to rescue. And, and the, you know, the irony, of course, in all this is, you know, this is going to be so costly. We're going to have to do this. You, we did it to ourselves. Yeah, right. You, you made this up. Yeah, you you did. made this crisis up. You That's shut right. everything down. And now, you're, you know, and Cuomo's coming out being like, guys, we can't keep doing this. We yeah. got to, you know. We, how do you do right, the, right, on do the, we, right on cue. We Q. got to open this up now. <laughs> um, that was Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that was the Godfather. We got to open up now. Get down. Went to that chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that the, the the mayor of Chicago, crazy lady? You know the crazy. Yeah, the lesbian. Is she? I don't know, but she, no, she she's the one that's just crazy. Oh, I don't. I don't yeah, yeah, the mayor. Yeah, lesbian. is it the mayor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Remember, yeah. she was like getting her hair done when yeah, it was yeah, her, her hair and done. It looked like it was getting her, her hair done. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did she do? I'm waiting. She says we need to open up now. Yeah. Right? Soon, as soon as Biden Biden's becomes getting president. inaugurated, it's time to open up, guys, because yeah. we just created this crisis and now we're going to save you from it. But in the yeah. process, what they're doing is they're putting hooks in you. Yeah, that's Everything right. they say they're going to provide for you is it's back to what you said. Hook. It's the master right. yeah, saying, right. I'm going to provide this for you, slave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm going to lift you up, yeah. slave. And we've developed a paternal attitude so that our government can walk yeah. right into this. I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, it's paternal, but it's like it, there's like an element of Stockholm syndrome here. Yeah. It's like we're going to destroy your lives. It's we're going to try to shut down your businesses, yeah. Yeah. and then and then oh hey, we're going to fix it. It's Don't an abu- worry. it's abusive husband. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's like you yeah. know, I I punched you here, and now I'm going to take care of you. Yeah, well, I and, got you. Don't worry. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm only going to save forty percent of the black people in the poor communities. Right, right. And so you know. look, we can talk about and th- uh, this all day because yeah. this is yeah. really but laughable. Let's not. <laughs> no, let's not. You know, let's move on. So it's one thing for Biden to be doing something the first hundred days in office, but I think these hundred days belong to Jesus. Yeah. And we, we need to be thinking right. about what are we going to be doing and, his first Sunday. You know, and, and, you know, and, and Jesus, <laughs> Jesus has been reigning for 2000 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? that's right. I mean, I mean, you know, in the year of our Lord, 2021, yeah, you, know, this, you know, 2021 years and rolling, you got nothing on hundred days. Yeah. But, but anyway, but we, yeah, we should not be responding. We should not be reacting. We should be the ones leading the way. One right. of the things that I've heard Pastor Wilson say, and it's so true. And so I got to catch myself. Who's reacting to who? If you're doing the thing you're supposed to do, then they're reacting to you. Right. But most of the times, Christians and even all of us right now are in a place where we're reacting to the government instead of actually acting and letting them react to us. Yep. Yep. And so one of the things that we, we came need to, up— we need, to tie, we need to tie torches to the tails of foxes that's right. and let them go running in the fields of the Philistines. And this is the kind of thing, though, that you kind of know when you're doing it right because you make your own people a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Christians get uncomfortable when, uh, when other right. Christians are leading in this particular yeah. way. So you got music for us? Uh, do I? Oh, you? I don't. Have, I, I just right? think we should have theme music for the first hundred days across politics. Uh, what kind of music do you think we should have? I don't know. You're the music guy. Well, okay, we got some Ivy Connolly. I, I, I don't have anything set there. here. Um, <laughs> how about this? No, no, that's not good. As we're, as we're pondering what the first hundred days are, <laughs> it feels uncertain. Uh, no, I, 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 I want like marching music. Uh, you know, like here we go. This is what we're doing. We're uh, setting the agenda. Joe Biden, you're just a guy. Here, well, how about just, this? There we go. There we go. That's what okay. I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Top. We got seven, actually eight things, because we're Christians. That's right. Yes. We, right? We're in the new heavens and new earth. Yeah, seven eight days, things. and then the eighth day is That's the right. resurrection, the day of resurrection, new heavens, new earth. Um, here, here are our top eight things we're doing in the first hundred days of this year, 2021, the year of our Lord, because Jesus is king. And Biden, you got to answer to him. Number one. Go to church. Amen. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Go to church. It's crazy. It's crazy you're saying I that. I know. I know, right? In person, without a burqa on your face. Yeah. That's right. Every Sunday. Yeah. As much as possible. And, and obviously, church. find a church that's doing that. Yeah. If, if, if Go to your church. church is not doing that, 
Yeah. You should think about leaving. And get and we you know? and we get it. There are different situations, yeah. the different scenarios. Do it the best you possibly can. If, right. if if the church elders said, "Look, we don't want to get you know arrested in the middle of the you know, in our building," but they've said, "Hey, we're breaking into small groups, and the elders are overseeing that." Great. That's in person. Yeah. No masks. Worshiping Jesus. Yeah. They did. You know, they did it in the catacombs. They had to do it house to house in Jerusalem. Yeah. Right. We understand. Um, but as much as possible, meeting in person for church. Right. Face to face, singing songs, breaking that's, bread. That's an absolutely yeah. must. Yeah, Num- right. Number Sunday. two, prayer. Oh, Every man. time I listen to uh, George Grant, he messes me up because yeah, no, I keep asking for yeah. answers. Hey, man, what do we do? How do we move forward? What, what's the what's the move here? What's the play? And he says prayer, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool and all, but like, what's the what do I do? And he says prayer. And he says prayer. He says get on your knees. And so real prayer, praying with my family, praying for my family, praying for my church, and praying for my church let me just leaders. Pause, let me just pause you a little bit. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And, that's, and pray. Meaning, sometimes like I tell people in my office, you need to pray about this. And they're like, yeah, and they're not necessarily, no, you, yeah, need, yeah. you need to pray yeah, about yeah. this. That's right. And they're still nodding. They're like, yeah, I'm going to pray about this. And what, what they think they're doing, they're, they're just going to, they're going to chuck something up in the sky. Yeah. Right? God, please help me with this. God, God, please help me with this. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're just chucking it. And they, but they're not looking to God. Right. Yeah. They're not actually looking to God. Right. And, and so sometimes I tell people in my office, you got to pray until you pray. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to you need to pray until mm-hmm. your heart is actually lifted up to God. You need yeah. to pray until your eyes are actually lifted up to the one from whom comes your help. Yeah, right. That, that's what the psalmist says. Right. I lift up my eyes Psalm to the hills. One twenty-one. Unto whom? Yeah. Where does my help come from? It comes yeah. from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Right. right. It's it's easy to lift up words. And not lift up your eyes. That's and, right. and Pastor, I think part of it too is because we think we have other options other than prayer. I know that's that's part oh, of our. I think I we have. We feel like we have. Other, and that's and we that's the third segment. That's right. We don't, that's we right. don't no. believe God. We yeah. don't no. believe God. But no. yeah, we pray, no. pray, pray, really pray, pray for your family, pray for your church, pray for your leaders, specific, and especially things. in this time. That's right. Yes, pray that's for right. specific when, things when too. When was the last time God answered prayer <laughs> in your life and you noticed? Hmm. When's the last time you prayed for something specific? Yeah. And then yeah. you said and then you said, "Oh my goodness. God, you just answered that." I mean, you can pray so generically that you would never know if God had yep. actually answered your That's prayer. That's exactly right. That's right. Which is faithless yeah. and it's not Christian. And it's really bad. And I think especially in this time, pray for specific ways that you can resist what's going on. Amen. Yep. You know, and and, and it ways might be to push little. back. It, it, it little, might, right? It you don't one, have to Maybe one conversation in the grocery store cuz you're not wearing your mask. That's right. And, <laughs> and, and, and somebody comes up to you and you and you are able to give a gracious answer mm-hmm. and and you and you, you make them think a little differently. And and there you were. That's answer to prayer. That's God, right. Thank you for letting me have that conversation. And don't go 0 to 100 miles in this. No, sure. You know, don't don't all of a sudden think that you're just going to take over your town and do something heroic and then the shutdown disappears. Yeah, right. You know, pray for something small, specific it that you rarely know. Rarely happens that way. Exactly. But spe- pray for mm-hmm. specific opportunities and specific victories. That's right. And if God says no, that's an answer, too. That yeah. is, absolutely. Don't be afraid of those yeah. answers because you yeah. know your God knows the best. How many mm-hmm. times do you think Paul prayed for deliverance? Oh, yeah. You know, and, 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 God, and said God answered. No. God said no. Stay in jail a little that's longer. Right. You got more yeah. people to pray, preach to. I, I got a shipwreck that I want okay. you to be involved in. Number Num- three. Yeah. Memorizing five psalms. We talked uh, about this. I'm going to add to this. Okay. Oh, New. Psalms. New songs. Yeah. Because some of us know songs. You were, you were going to cheat. You were going to cheat. No. no I, 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 some of you, oh, okay. So like, I already got it done. I was, I like, got new. I was like, I don't even have like three memorized well, yet. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I got a few. Okay, this ain't, this ain't to you, Dan. You can, you can do five, something well, I'm trying to give myself a challenge. Yeah, I'm going to memorize yeah. five new ones. Yeah. You have five more than five? Doggone. All right, that's cool. You already know 134. And, uh, and I'll, say, I'll say the reason why... Is because when me and my buddy Sean ended up in jail, yeah. I got a lot of songs memorized, yeah. you know, and hip hop songs. Uh, no, I got a lot of songs. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true. That's true. It's true. <laughs> Shaq Diesel, uh, uh, game, game. Jurassic Five. This is a family right. show. Okay. Um, uh, but the reason why is because I got all these songs actually memorized. So when I go to church and yeah. we'll play and the piano's there and everyone's there, I don't got to look at my cantus that much um, with some of the old oldie goodies, oldie but goodie songs, right? Yeah. But when I got to to jail. Um, and me and Sean are in there, and we're singing. We're, we're singing some hymns and psalms, and we realize I can't remember that second verse. Yeah, I can't remember. The third I could if, if everybody yeah. in the church was singing it, I'd be just fine. It kind of helped you. Along. It kind of helped me along. But then I was like, oh, I really don't have these on my heart like I should, yeah. and everything. So that's. I mean, for, at least that, for your jail ministry, that's right. But and that's all, a, and that's a weapon. But also that really remembering is. that the word of Christ dwells in you in richly yep, when you right. sing. Yep. Right? Yep. It's it's like Martin Luther I think said, singing is like saying it twice. 
you know, you, you really want it to sink in. You want to yeah. really know it. Then you yeah. got to know how to sing it. Um, Christ Church has a great um, link. If you go to Christ Kirk, Christ, and then K-I-R-K dot com, and then click yeah. on their music library, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. they have a tons of psalms and hymns, the music, and a lot of them have recordings, right. um, videos or and audios yeah. uh-huh. that you can listen to other people singing and learn psalms and hymns. So don't say you can't do it. And lastly, if you if you are actually coming to our Fight Life Feast rally in uh, April, uh, go to our website. We actually have a psalm packet already ready for that rally that we're going to be singing. You can start there, memorize some of those, only, and join us in South Dakota. We're only at number three right now, and yet we're going to have to go because we got to have oh, Pastor man, coming on really? next segment. Yeah, yeah, Pastor Jay coming up next segment. He's fighting out there in where, 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 where Ontario. Was it? Ontario, Waterloo, Waterloo. So we're going to talk to him next and what, what his church is doing next on Pastor Cross Jacob. Politics. And wait for the third segment. There's more to come. There's, there's, there's even, four more. Ooh. Four more things. Our hundred days. When a medical need arises, hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation care for one another by sharing financially for those medical needs. Samaritan members pray and reflect God's love and care by providing for one another. While times continue to change, God's love doesn't. He cares for us as we are called to care for one another. to my soul. That's how we're going to do it. Oh, yes. I need this right now. This is good to my soul. I'm just going to sit here and listen to this track. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. Right and I'm going to turn that off. Psalm 124. And if the Lord had not with us remained. There we go. Yes. There we go. When cruel men against us rose to strive. I'm just going to have a psalm sing right here. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. Man, I couldn't listen to that whole song. (laughs) When wicked men arose against us. If you aren't singing the Psalms, Psalm 124. If you ain't ready for this battle, hey, we're grateful to have with us on the line right now Pastor Jacob Rayom. He is uh, the pastor of Trinity Bible Chapel um, in, it doesn't even say it on my Bible. Canada, don't you know? In in Ontario. I don't remember what city. We're just north of Waterloo, Ontario. There we go. Waterloo. Waterloo. Um, And uh, he's a, a. a graduate of uh, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, where they don't know how to say his last name, but we do on Cross Politics. Uh, he's also written articles for the Ezra Institute. Apparently, he's hanging out with Joe Boot, so watch Ooh. out. Um, he is married to his high school sweetheart, and together they have five kids. And right now, he is leading. Apparently, he owes the government a lot of money right now. I'm just wondering, is he baptizing his kids? Uh, well, you, I, think, oh, I think you know oh, the answer oh. to that. Jacob, you ain't baptizing your kids? All my kids have been baptized. Everyone. Oh. <laughs> you could have did it early. I'm guessing you didn't do it when they were babies. <laughs> but you could have. I assure you they were babes in Christ when they were baptized. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets it. He, he knows. Jacob, you, you all right, he, bro. You he, all right. He knows. <laughs> um, so, Jacob, you got to bring us up to speed. Um, you've been um, uh, holding a line for a while now, and I think, as Gabe just alluded to, I think you actually have uh, maybe some uh, some fines that have been built up. Uh, tell us what's happened with Trinity Bible uh, Chapel um, and the COVID regulations um, forbidding you guys to meet in person. Right. So like much of the rest of the world, we were under lockdown in the spring. And as the lockdown progressed, um, I began to advocate for uh, reopening the church. And um, it, for whatever reason, um, it didn't happen very quickly. But eventually in June, the government saw to it that uh, they allowed the churches to gather uh, legally, lawfully again, for which we are very grateful and I noticed that coming out of the first uh, lockdown, it had adverse effects on our congregation, um, understandably. Mm-hmm. And depending on um, uh, what they had been doing during the lockdown. So, I mean, I, I, I observed that people who were exposed to a lot of media and were truly isolated during that time, it was absolutely devastating on them mm. um, in a very, uh, very serious way. And so anyway, the church regathered, and again, at the end of the summer, what we began to do is discuss as elders, what are we going to do if there's a second lockdown? And so we decided that we would resist a second lockdown um, unless we could not do so, uh, um, they, you know, they were to prohibit us from gathering by force or something like that. Right. Sure. 
And so we issued a statement that said, here we stand, the church must meet. We outlined our, our legal constitutional reasons as well as um, uh, our scriptural reasons why we believe that uh, this is our right as freeborn Canadians and why um, scripturally we are required to do this. We issued that, I think it was on December the 3rd, we sent it to our elected officials, we sent it to our health bureaucrats, and that was, I think, the third or fourth correspondence we'd had with our officials. Mm -hmm. And each correspondence we had, we received uh, no communication back with the exception of two elected officials who have been kicked out of uh, the government, so for their beliefs wow. um, that are contrary to the official beliefs of the government. So we did receive correspondence from two elected officials who have been kicked out of the Conservative government of Ontario. Wow. Wow. Um, what what in right. what in Canada? Uh, what's the constitutional argument for churches? Is it similar to our U.S. constitutional argument? You know, First Amendment kind of kind of stuff. Right. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna go too deeply into the legal things. I'm gonna leave that to the lawyer. But I but okay. I can I can say that our our statement here we stand the church must meet that we are heirs of uh, English liberties even as the Americans are, but the Americans I think have. Uh, their liberties, the way they're articulated in your constitution, um, they 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 are they are irrevocable. Whereas in the Canadian constitution, if the liberties are to be restricted, they must be restricted in a way that is proportionate. Okay. okay? Yeah. And so, uh, and and so we do have a constitution, and we do have what we would call a charter of rights and freedoms, and it does say we have the right to freedom of uh, conscience, we have the right to uh, freedom of assembly, we have the right to uh, freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. And in fact, right in the preamble to our um, Charter of Rights and Freedoms, it says, whereas Canada was a country founded on the supremacy of God and the rule of law, and then all of our rights are elicited, uh, yeah. come from that. So our, our, our nation indeed was founded on uh, Christian principles and uh, historic English liberties. But I hope that answers your question. Yeah, as far as no, the, the that's very helpful. Then, and they'll finish. Bring us up to the present. You, yeah. you have the statement out. You wrote this letter. You heard back from nobody except for a couple of elected officials who have since been kicked out. Then what happened? So then what we did is when the lockdown occurred, I, I sent a, a letter to our chief of police as well as um, the mayor of our township. I was addressed to the chief of police and the mayor of the township was CC'd on it. And I invited the chief of police to our um, our worship services because he endorsed the Black Lives Matter protest in downtown of our community. There was, and this was at a time the Black Lives Matter protests occurred at a time when um, there was only allowed to be five people gathered outside in Ontario, and we had twelve to twenty thousand people gathered at the Black Lives Matter protests wow. in uh, downtown Kitchener, which is just south of us. And he he endorsed it. He says he's there to you know um, protect their rights, and so I invited him out because we were going to have. Uh, um, uh, worship services and uh, pay special recognition to the persecuted church worldwide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so after I sent him that letter, I received uh, a visit from two of his officers within less than 24 hours, um, giving me the health regulations. And so we had an interesting discussion with those two officers. Uh, I told them we would be meeting and invited them to come worship with us, but advised them that uh, their job is to protect the good and punish the evil, and we're not uh, bad guys. Yeah. We're good guys because we're going to worship Jesus Christ, and their job is not um, to protect us from risk or uh, spread of contagion. Right. So, um, and I actually, and I also said to the officers as they came to visit, I said, and by the way, I believe in a fully funded police force, um, unlike some of the other people. Right. right. Um, well, that depends. You guys. <laughs> Well, anyway, go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> we, we can talk about that you later. Can't, you let, probably let me, can't comment on it now. Let, let me know how this goes for you, and we'll talk about their funding soon. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, and so what happened is the first Sunday uh, we had uh, of the lockdown, we had police presence on our campus. We had one police officer in a car on the road in front of our campus, and then I believe we had one or two officers on the campus. They did not interfere with our worship services, thankfully. Um, but I, along with our five other elders, received a visit at about 8 o'clock uh, that Wednesday night, which I believe was December the 30th, I'm pretty sure, because okay. we issued our press release on New Year's Eve, so I believe it was December the 30th. So at, at the exact same time almost, within minutes, police officers visited our homes, gave <laughs> us the tickets. Mm. And um, and uh, and then what we did is we met again the next week, 
And at that particular service, police, bylaw, and the public health unit were on our campus. And then we received tickets from bylaw officers, not police this time, uh, the following week on uh, the Wednesday. What's a bylaw and officer? there was a number of, pardon me? What's a bylaw officer? A bylaw officer is one who is appointed by the local uh, municipality to enforce bylaws. And so the police did not deliver our tickets this time. They were delivered by the bylaw officer, okay. and I believe that the tickets were signed by a justice of the peace. Hmm. So, um, and then so between the Wednesday when the tickets were delivered and the Friday when we decided to go to our parking lot uh, services, there was a number of things that happened, I think about seven or eight uh, significant issues that happened that I'm not going to discuss at this time, but might disclose at a later time, uh, that led us to the decision to go to parking lot services. Um, so you got these tickets. For, it sounds like you had a couple church services where you were back inside your building. Right. And that's where the tickets kind of came from. And then now mm-hmm. um, chess moves, the chess boards moved, and so you went back to the parking lot services. That is correct. The tickets are for gathering on the inside of the church uh, for a worship service. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Hey, Pastor Jacob, I'm, um, how are your people doing? How, what's, yeah. what's the tone and temperature at your church right now? Well, the, the church is the church is galvanized. I mean, we're we do feel as if our government has breached our trust. Yeah. I mean, we we are typically peaceful and productive citizens, and. Um, I mean, many of us, myself included, our ancestors uh, fought in the Second World War. I have ancestors that, uh, well, at least I had ancestors that served in the Second World War. I have ancestors that served in the First World War. And um, many of us uh, believe that we have rights and liberties that have come to us through the cost of blood um, by these uh, men who sacrificed very much for us. And then we have other families within the church who have fled from police states to come to Canada looking Mm -hmm. for liberty. And I think those ones were among the first to uh, uh, express concern yeah. over this because they know what a police state looks like wow. and what we were experiencing in the present. Um, it was giving them pause wow. and, and uh, anxiety, I guess. How, yeah. many, how many fines have you guys racked up? How much dollars in fines? So me personally, right now, I'm personally liable for upwards, the maximum $300,000 in fines and three years in jail. Um, if you want to add up all of the elders and the $10 million potential fine to our church itself as an institution, we're looking, I think, at $11.4 million in total wow. with um, potentially each elder serving two to three years in prison. Wow. So those are max. I mean, yeah. you know, the courts will discern whether this will, these are not tested constitutionally yet, so the courts will discern. Um, what that's going to look like because none of this is, has gone through the courts yet. What what has been the state of like the churches in Ontario? That's um, what I was going to ask too. What, who's coming aside you guys and covering your flank and who's standing up with you guys in this? Are yeah. you guys kind of standing alone right now or are churches everywhere in Ontario rising up? So my, my observation is that there are about, um, I think there's about 25 churches in Ontario. So this is the province, I think about 14 and a half million people. And we have about 25 churches that I know of that have resisted um, to one point or another. Um, Our church took the biggest beating. And, um, I mean, there was one other brother who pastors a church about four hours away in Windsor, Ontario. And uh, their church took a a beating. But there's been no church that has had other elders charged. It's only been the pastors. And there's been no church, to my knowledge, that has had the actual church itself charged. And so um, we've we've t- but I've you do you do get I think the most painful criticism that you get is the, the guys that are Christians and uh, seminary professors or other pastors who want to make comments online and um, and that uh, criticizing us because uh, we're in violation of you know, Romans 13 or we're being too abrasive with some of the things I've said or whatever right so we we've talked about this a lot on the show but i think it's just we can't really say it enough but i mean respond to that criticism just just now for for people listening for people in canada for you know how do you respond to romans 13 come on pastor jacob just submit um you know the coronavirus you know it's it's a real thing don't be a denier i mean whatever um how do you respond Why, why why are you making such a big deal about meeting in person inside well because 
I mean, we love our people and we love our Lord, and this is the darkest, coldest month in Canada, and I and I do not think uh, what we are facing presently as a society warrants shutting down the church and forcing people to sit. I mean, we had people who were sitting in our parking lot listening to the service on their FM station because we broadcasted it on the FM station whose batteries died. Yeah. This is cold. It's right. Canada. Right. And, um, you know, it's snowing outside, and we have mothers with little babies who, you know, I'm, I'm personally concerned about the, the postpartum depression that sets in with moms, and now they have little babies. Their older children can't go to school. Um, church is, an, is a necessary relief from some of the stresses of life, and it's a time to worship the Lord. It's a time to sing together. It's a time to pray. It's a time to fellowship, and these things, um, these things are good for our souls, as you know. So, I, I mean, Romans, Romans 13 is a, is a very important passage of Scripture, as, as you know, but it's not ultimate. And how many times in Scripture um, did the apostles and prophets transgress the laws of the Lamb because they had to uphold the law of God? Yeah. And I, I'm having a very hard time digesting the ultimacy that some people are giving to Romans 13 when basically every single one of the guys who wrote the New Testament uh, were criminals in, eyes of, in the eyes of the government, including <laughs> the one who wrote Romans 13. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Preach, preach. Paul. Yeah. And if I had told you a year ago the church must meet, you would have said, everyone would have said, oh, yeah, right on, Jacob. Yeah, right. yeah. But now I say it, and I'm abrasive. In the statement, in the, pre in the press release you guys put out, I, I, think, I don't know, it was, I think it was right after your initial uh, tickets, um, one of those lines in there that I thought that was so, so good um, was the line that said, to, to say that church um, is optional or unessential is to say that the blood of Christ is unessential, yep, that's um, right. and I and I don't I don't think people get that. Even Christians don't understand that he, Jesus bled and died for the church. That's right. He bled and died for a and the church doesn't exist online. It doesn't exist on Zoom. It doesn't. It, it exists in person. Right. Um, where two or three people gather together in my name, where they break bread together, yep. where they hear the word preached, where they actually uh, embrace one another, where they baptize, mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, that's the church, and Jesus bled and died for that. And to say that that's not essential yeah. is to say that Jesus' blood was not essential. And uh, man, it was like you know that was that was fire, as the kids say. I, I just I just want to say like um, Canadians are known for being nice, and and Jacob except like except when this, they're playing hockey, except for when you're playing hockey. <laughs> What's hockey? But like interviewing Jacob, he keeps making points, and they're kind of understated a little bit, like kind of nicely put and everything. I'm like, I'm like, come on, Jacob, a little more. Actually, I want to other Canadians. It's kind of abrasive. I, 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 I never get that criticism up here. I never get the criticism up here. It's always the opposite. Jacob, you're you're too direct. You're too this. You, you know, I know. So I feel, I I feel like he's too nice right now. Spent all that time in Kentucky. Hey, <laughs> Jacob, before we let you go, right now, um, I think what we see in churches who are standing up, who are fighting, are the the tip of the spear right now. And I think this yeah. thing is is. It's, you know, you guys are getting hit first and other churches don't know that they're going to be the ones who have to go through this as well. Right. And so with, you know, hindsight being it's coming, yeah, it's coming with hindsight being 2020. See what I did there. Yeah, uh, as you look back over the last year, how do you think you could have prepared better for this if you would have known it was coming? And then how do you encourage your brothers to say this is coming your way? Make sure you have this in order. Well, I think we need to we need to be teaching our teacher our uh, our people, and we need to be dealing with the arguments that are being thrown at us. So one of the arguments that I keep hearing is, um, well, this is the church isn't isn't being targeted, and I I really don't like that argument. And the reason one of the reasons I don't like that argument is because in in the totalitarian regimes that some of our people from Eastern Europe have have fled from. The church was not targeted. It's dissent that's targeted. It's dissent from the com mm. common ideology, and the church just happens to that's dissent right. Right. by saying, we must meet. Yeah. We mm -hmm. must be together. We must take the Lord's Supper together. So to me, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a very, that's an absolutely lame argument, and the pastors who are making it need to get over it and start thinking through, what would they do if they were in an Eastern European country, and the government was saying, we're targeting dissent? And dissent can come in the form of political dissent. It come it can be Muslims that dissent. It can be Christians that dissent, or it can be a movie theater that is um, contrary to the agenda that we're pushing. So that's really good. Um, that's a big thing. And an, and another problem I think that we're we're dealing with is these guys that want to say, well, the measures are just temporary. 
Okay. <laughs> so at what point are they not temporary? Is right. 20 hours too much temporary? Is 20 days too much temporary? Yeah. Is it 20 months? Is it 20 years? Is it 20 decades? Right. Right. You know, how long till we say this is too long to be considered temporary? So for me, the first lockdown was three months. So that's what we had. We had a three month lockdown, two and a half months. And then we get into this lockdown and they're saying, oh, it's going to be over on January the 23rd. Well, <laughs> my my observation is such that, you know, if it's January the 23rd, it's probably not going to be January the 23rd because every time they give us a date, I don't need, I can't, maybe it happened. I can't remember one date or one goal that our government has given us throughout this lockdown period that they've actually stuck to. Yep. That's right. So I That's guess right. I'm of the persuasion that fool me once, good on you, fool me twice. Shame on um, uh, right. <laughs> fool me once, bad on you, fool me twice, bad on me, right? Uh, yeah, and so uh, right. how many times do people make their promises where you start saying, I can't take them at their word anymore? Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Hey, Pastor, man, we'll be praying for you. What, how can we be praying for you? I just don't want to say we'll be praying for What can we actually be praying for can, for can, you? Can people give to support you? Yeah. And, and is that possible yeah, online? Yeah, they can. So, so there is a brother that has set up uh, a GoFundMe page. And I don't have the information for that page available in front of me, but I can email it to you. Yep, uh, brother, please do. Later. Yep. So if you we'll have the, the app, you can get the page to pay and help with these guys doing their thing yeah. and fight yeah. what we need to be doing. Pastor, so how can Tr we... TrinityBibleChapel.ca is the website uh, for the church. Check them out. Support them. Send them a note. Give a donation. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Pastor Jacob, we're praying for you, brother. Thank you for coming on Cross Politic. Thanks so much for having me on. More cross-politic coming up next. Woo. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Oh, we're still doing the songs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Need these oh, right now. Psalm 100. Yeah. on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. Don't yes. forget, be praying for our brothers and our sisters uh, up north in Canada. Do. That's right. Um, pray for Trinity Bible Chapel. Check out their website. Encourage them. Pray for Pastor Jacob and the other elders up there. And if you mm -hmm. have an opportunity, uh, give to them. They've, they've been, they're being landed on right now. That's right. Uh, look for ways to support them. There'll be a link in the show notes that you can get in the app, which you can download at your favorite app store just search fight laugh feast also want to remind you about the fight laugh feast nsa scholarship i love this what young man in your life is not applying to nsa right now right now right now the only christian college in the nation with a real marketing plan takes no <laughs> federal money takes no federal money That's right is pushing back against the mask mandates the bml bl Whatever. BLM. BLM <laughs> nonsense. The bathroom. Um, the, you know, silliness. They, they, they know the difference between boys and girls. You would think that would be easy. Know, you know under the Obama administration, High all universities had to have a game plan for transgender bathrooms. Yeah. Anyways, um, CrossPolitik wants to support your efforts, particularly beginning with young men. We're coming for you, young mm -hmm. ladies, soon. Yep. But beginning with young men who want to go to NSA, a first year Gents, yep. if you've been accepted, you can apply for the Fight, Laugh, Feast scholarship, which covers almost half of your first year's tuition. That's right. It's um, fantastic. And so we want to support you. Um, you need to get your application in. Once you've been accepted by NSA, then go to flfnetwork.com. Click on the, F, the, the Fight, Laugh, Feast scholarship. Right. The instructions are there. You need to write a short essay explaining why you're the man to receive the scholarship. It should be That's thoughtful, right. good-humored, manly. And well written. Manly. Um, it should include reasons why you believe New St. Andrews College education will equip you to live for Jesus and fight against the enemies of God. And we need to get that by February 
first. I was going to say Manly is a little more important than well-written, but we want it to be well-written, but it's more important. That's I don't manly. think you should put those two against no, each not, other. No, they're not opposed. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. What are you doing? No, I'm just, stop I'm just, it. I'm just well, emphasizing. Are you done? It's my way of emphasizing. Well-written is Manly. I, I want to say well, also done? one thing here. Um, we actually had a, a donor – um, actually participate with us yeah. in this scholarship so for really this year. For so a lot of people, if there's a, a lot of people, reach out to us and ask, "How can I help?" or "How can we partner with you guys?" There's a number of ways you guys can partner with us. Yeah. You know, becoming a corporate sponsor, obviously being a coming club member, and then there's some really strategic ways that we're working on too. Approach us, email us, contact at fightlaughfeast.com. We'd love to find ways to um, partner or you partner with us on what we're doing and everything. So, okay, so we left off. Real quick, okay. I just want to say this. I, I just want to give some high praise to the uh, Fight Laugh Feast people out there. Um, as we have been growing, I've noticed that the way that people find us isn't through like our creative Facebook marketing. Right. It's from because we don't do it. We don't. We, do we, it. we don't have any marketing money. We actually. Is, I think a, in the four years we've been in business, we've done like a thousand dollars of Facebook marketing. Maybe, or something. Maybe, maybe that. Yeah. But I just. But it's been. How obvious. is it? it? It's really through word of mouth. It's oh, a, friends, friends, and families, and people sharing the show. Yeah. And I just noticed we haven't said anything this whole show about hey, if you're on Facebook or on YouTube, subscribe, yeah. share. share it. But just the fact that people. People um, have been sharing the show, and our growth has come from organic yeah. conversation. Yeah. I just want to say, praise God for you guys. You guys send yeah. us news. I have over 500 emails of news that comes in <laughs> from you gumshoes out there. You guys are awesome. I mean, thank. I, just big shout out to everybody out there. It's huge. We it are is. growing be, because of, of your blessing to us and from yeah. sharing. And That's I just right. want to say thank you for everything you're doing. That's right. So we we have our hundred days, the first hundred days across politics. That's right. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of which, of course, it's 100 days to the Fight Laugh Feast rally. Yep. From January 20th, yep. it'll be 100 days. 100 days to the Fight Laugh Feast yes. rally yep. Yep. South Dakota mm-hmm. with Christy Nome. Where would he end it? We had number three, right? Yeah, so um, last thing on that, I just want to mention, because some of you guys you know, already forgot about singing psalms, but you've got to sing psalms. <laughs> yeah. And there's a great app. It's called Sing Your Part. That's right. Yep. Sing Your Part. It's only available for Apple, I believe, right now. Well, um, unless Apple kicks it out. Yeah, but for right now. But you can actually um, – it has all the parts, and, you, and it has all the songs, a bunch of the psalms and hymns from the Contus Christi 2020, the brand-new version of it. And you can learn – you can just listen to your part. You can listen just to the melody. Yep. It's, it's brilliant. It's Anyways, really cool. check it out. Sing Your Part app um, on the Apple App Store. Number four, feasting and discipleship at your tables. So important. Feasting and discipleship at your tables. Your table – should be a place of joy. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and I remember when my kids were little. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know it's it's a little harder sometimes yeah, when, when your kids are little and you're just trying to the keep, wheels are a little uh, wobbly. They're just <laughs> you're just trying to keep them at the table. You're trying to get most of the food in their mouths. That's right. You know the, you know they spill. They make yeah. a mess. They yeah. throw stuff. You know they just you know they don't know. They just yeah. got here. You know, they got these bodies, they know what to do with them. That's right. And, and you're just trying to be, you know, keep them all alive and everything. And your wife is tired and you're all sitting there th- and you're like, joyful? Yeah. And yeah, you got to make yeah. it joyful. Dad, you got to make it joyful. Yeah. You, know, you got to love being there with them. You got you to gotta calm everything down and you got to have a good time. Yeah. Figure out how to do it. Tell jokes. Yeah. You know, um, it, it would be better to have a little messier table. That's yeah. right. You know, throw a pee at your little boy. Yep. That's right. You know, yeah. now, I'm right. not saying you got to have a mess. I'm not saying you got to have a food fight. Yeah. But, like, you got to have fun. It's got to be the best time of the day when dad's home around the table and you – it's – it's celebration. That's right. There's food on your table again. God is yeah. good. Amen. You got to work again. You're a family. You're together. You need to you need to underline that. I think, too, the reason sometimes things can be wobbly – I know there's always a starting place, but – my wife and I went through that when we had our, our first youngest ones, and the, it was wobbly because we weren't actually doing a good job of discipling our kids throughout. Yeah. And so when we came to moments where we needed to have them sit still, we hadn't been working on that. And, yeah. I, but, and so I noticed that my kids would sit still through Barney. <laughs> My kids would sit still through all kinds of other things. And I'm saying, wait, wait a second. Yeah. So, you, you can do it. I'm, right. You can do so it. So sitting still wasn't the problem. Right, right. The problem exactly. was that I, in a lot of ways, is there someone them or there's someone me? I yep. hadn't thought about ways to engage my kids with the glory and the If God's word is as good as it is, how do I show my kids how yep. good God's yep. word is? Right. How do it's I, better than Barney. It's better than Barney. It's far better than Barney. And so, I would never let my kids watch Barney. Yeah. I, <laughs> For lack of a better term, anyway. Uh, Chopped and has come a long way. <laughs> I don't think I was baptizing the my kids dinosaur. at that time. We can tell. We can tell. That was... But, but this fun. has a, a domino effect up. So now yeah. when you're doing this with your family and you're yeah. discipling kids throughout 
these other moments. So when dinner time comes, guess what? They're excited. They can't wait yeah. to hear what kind of treats dad's bringing them about God's word. Yeah. And then when they get to church, it climaxes. Oh, my goodness, we're in right. church. Listen to the pastor. Right. And I love, and I was going to say this about Psalms. You know when you've saturated your home with Psalms enough when your children out of just knee-jerk reaction start singing Psalms. Yeah. That's your test. Right. When do the, what, what do they sing? I, I checked my own house. Like, what, why are my kids singing that? Why are they singing this? Well, how do I do it so the point that this is what comes out of their mouth right. first? Right. And, and when you do that, then all of a sudden Sundays are different. I remember when our kids were real little uh, um, and, and we would just you know, sing hymns and psalms around the dinner table. That's oftentimes yeah. where we would yep. sing as a family or sometimes you know, before they went to bed at night. And I think we visited a church or I don't know if it was something came on the radio or whatever. And, um, and one of our a little kids, I mean, he was probably like three, you know, two, I don't know what, t- how old he was. And, and he just, he just said, ah, those, those, why can't we sing a good song? And then, and, then, and then he like, it was like, you like God that made us earth and heaven. You know, it's like, it's like one of, it was one of our night hymns, you know, and he's like, he's like that's one of the good ones. And I found that my, yeah. you know, my kids are older now, but I found that I'm actually the one sometimes coming back around the other side and be like, well, some Christians sing other songs right. yeah. and you right. don't have to hate them. And they're yeah. like, yeah, but they're not good. It's funny you say, cause we were at a, a church back home and one my kids being very young said, dad, when are they going to sing about Jesus? <laughs> Oh, they were and now listen. This church yeah. lasts for three hours almost, yeah. oh, and they were wondering when are they going to yeah. start singing about? I just Jesus? love you. I just love you. Right. I just love you. I just love you. Right? And they're like, but when? When do? When do we get actually to sing, sing about Jesus? I forget, Jesus. Remember, remember when we had Francis on yeah. and we were talking about how you you eat uh, food to go out and do. You eat food to go out and fight. You eat. You yep. know. Yep. You, you yep. eat a big meal. You you rejoice over it, but you you're doing that so that you can go glorify God. Yeah, and and if you're doing that as a family, and especially one of the things that has been so powerful in our community here is we'll learn how to eat on Sunday night or Saturday night, do kind of yep. Sabbath, Sabbath, what we call Sabbath feasting. Yeah. So it's kind of we do these, we, you know, we yep. eat together, and you know, it's just, maybe it's hot dogs, maybe it's lasagna all through yeah. the week or whatever. But you know, we try to culminate on the Lord's Day, Saturday yep. night or Sunday afternoon, have a right. big blowout. Right. Ben Merkel does a good job talking about this. Yeah. Um, he talks about tying your uh, your kids' allegiances to the gospel with the with, smell of food and yeah. with mm, the beautiful yeah. table mm. and, with, and with, with your joy. With your joy, yes. absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that I do is that I don't let my I really limit my kids' sugar intake and what they have during the week and on Saturday when we sit down to have I, I nothing mm. is limited. It's a blowout. It's a yeah. blowout on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. The Lord's Day and, and Sabbath feasting is like what let's open it up yeah. full yeah. on blow and they drink can, the sweet. So that they're tying to these days that God's grace is God's grace is abundant. It's yeah. joyful. Right. And I want to tie those allegiances with my kids. And and, and when you're doing this, it's an opportunity to teach. That's right. But the thing that many reformed people do badly is they're grumpy teachers. That's yeah, right. That's right. Their that's family right. worship is the worst part of the day. That's right. And so <laughs> kids hate it's, it. It's when dad's mad. That's it's when right. dad's upset. It's Come when, on. It's when dad's mean. Sit yeah. down. It's the Bible. <laughs> it's Jesus. And all your kids are getting is, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, and, and there really has been a bad track record of yeah. Christians, particularly in the Reformed tradition, raising the kids who think, you know, dad's fine most of the time until he starts talking about God. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't want to yeah. have anything Ugh. to do with until we that. get to family worship. Until we Ugh. get to family worship, but yep. family worship needs to be sweet. Yep. Right. It needs to be joyful, and Abundant, that means overflowing. And yeah. that means that you need to lower the bar if you can't do it with yep. joy in your heart. Yep, mm. right. you know, make it a simple catechism: sing Jesus loves me in the doxology and Amen, and, and everybody's happy. Yep. Now, I'm not saying you have to stop there. I mean, I, right. I, my kids are older now, and so mm-hmm. we read mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. passages of Scripture time. We talk about them. We discuss them. But sometimes when my kids were young, it was literally five minutes long. Yeah. It was, right. you know, who made you? God, good job. Jesus Where loves go? you. Woo! Amen. Good night. Praise God from <laughs> whom. Yeah. And then, you know, you're gone. Yeah. And, and, and that was it. Yeah, and, that's right. Because I wanted it to be sweet. That's, and to add to that, part of it is because you only start doing it here. When you wake up in the day, yeah. when you go about that's the right. way, right. and when you sit that down for dinner. That should be your only chance. That's exactly right. And so you're having such a hard time because it isn't normative apart also too bring in bring it what does god say about what's going on in the world yes. right now yeah when yeah, you when you right. teach That's them right. don't just teach them about theology right do that but show them how it applies. Mm-hmm. Show them how it applies to minimum wage laws. That's right. That's exactly what yeah. we were doing. Yeah, show, yeah. show them how it, it applies to, to you know, the Equality Act. That's yeah. right. That's you know, exactly you know, right. Praise show, God. And Amen. if you don't know, start learning. Start, figure it out. start learning with them. Yeah. So, number five. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you do that, okay. I, have, I have to do this. I'm 100 days. 
All right. All right, we're still on the 100 days. Number five, support. We've already hinted at this a little bit, but support churches and businesses that are resisting tyranny. Oh, my goodness. This is is in our agenda for the first 100 days. Yeah. Support churches and businesses like Trinity Bible Chapel in Ontario. That's exactly right. Other churches that are are actually meeting, that are actually standing up. That's right. Find restaurants where you can go eat without a mask on. Yeah, that's right. Or you can eat without a mask all the way to your table. Yeah. (laughs) This is hard because what's happening is what we want is the exact same lifestyle we had before. And we haven't realized that funding those, the lifestyle that we had before, we've been funding things that are actually putting us under tyranny. And so right now we have to come to the assessment and say, what are the things that I have been funding? And say, okay, how can I still get those things or adjust my lifestyle that I can support those institutions that are going to stand up and fight for me? And it's not like it was always a moral issue. I mean, no, I, no, know, no, no. I mean, like you buy a, you know, you buy your gas at a gas station, and they might be selling junk in the gas station that you don't support. You know, sure. there's, there's, you know, whatever. But you buy gas, and, yeah. and Paul says, look, if somebody puts food in front of you, you give thanks for it, you eat it, don't ask any questions. But if they say, hey, this is supporting Athena's, you know, um, you know, prostitution hut, mm-hmm. then don't don't take the meat. That was sacrificed to the idols. In yeah. the same way, if they say you buy gas here and this is supporting Planned Parenthood, then I would say go somewhere else. Right, right. But if you're just buying gas and you don't know where the owner's given the money or whatever, then you know it's not a moral issue. Right. But now the lines have drawn so much right. that you really are kind of starting to vote. Yeah. yeah. And what do you want? Oh no, yeah, so you're, it's, in a, it's you're not, in a cold war. Yeah, and so and so what, so <laughs> go right. to the coffee shop that yeah. you know supports freedom. That's right. Go to the restaurant that supports mm-hmm. freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, look for ways to order from them. I mean, even if it, all they can do is ordering out. Yeah. At least you know that they're tr- they want to fight for freedom. Yeah. Support them. And part of this is start strategizing for like the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of economy are you going to be supporting the next five to ten years? So make make those adjustments. You know, I'm I'm trying to think. I was just talking the, through this out this morning. I was like, man, we got to I got to figure out how to kind of get off Amazon. Right. And stop, you know, trying to you know, need Amazon yeah. as a, as who's a service. Gonna, who's like, going to be the new book supplier on uh, online? Yeah, online. You know, so uh, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a strategy for it yet. Um, but you know, that's the kind of thing we need to be thinking about. You know, all the major corporations just made bank in all this because Walmart <laughs> scored, Amazon scored, all these big players. One of the, are just bringing it in. One of the great ways our lo- some people locally are doing this is they, there's a, uh, some families that banded together to do a library. Yeah. Yeah. In our community. Yeah. They just said, yeah. we're not going to the public library anymore because they require the face Mass masks and, and all this stuff, craziness. So we're just going to do our own library. we right. got books. We'll share right. them. Um, yeah. There's a – at New St. Andrews, they're, they're hosting a, um, a – a, Dad reading hour? A father a reading hour. Yeah. You know, yeah. On Saturday mornings, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. drag queen. No. no. Real men <laughs> yeah. reading real stories yep. to their kids. Um, but, it, you know, just – Figure out things like that. That what can you begin doing on your own? How can you begin taking responsibility for it and providing for it, practicing to do it without the government? Yeah, I still do resolutions. Yeah. So I look at the end of the year and I say, okay, if I would have known this year was coming, how would I have planned for it better? And so I still do resolutions. And one of my resolutions again was to assess. Where are the places that I'm abdicating? Okay, what is according to God's word? What am I responsible for? I can't every time going back to this is so important and and looking to say, okay, what does God require me to do? How do I do that? And then where am I giving that up at? Yeah. And every and so this and this one, is number six. Yeah. And so confess your sins and repent. Yeah. I, we have. I, I can't tell you how important can, creating in your house uh, a, a culture of repentance. Things are not don't ever build up so high. Yep. They really and and it's like, hey, I'm sorry, and it's amazing how simple it is to repent when you when you catch that thing versus, right. okay, it's man, been a while. it's listen, uh, well, and then it's hard to come to that person and say anything. Well, it's, it's like doing, yeah, it's doing, it's like doing the laundry or doing dishes. If you wait for three weeks, that's right. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, yep. it's kind mm-hmm. of a mess. But if you're doing dishes every day, if you're doing laundry every day, if you're picking up every day, that's right. Then it's not as much. It's a few things left on the floor. You got to get those things that's and right. get them up. But yeah, confess your sins and repent every time you wash your hands, every time you put hand sanitizer on your hands, every time you have to put a mask on for whatever it is the thing is that you got to do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should be thinking to yourself, God, help me to care even more mm-hmm. about my soul. That's right. Mm-hmm. And about the souls of my wife and my children, those people near me. Help us to confess our sins. Help us to be really clean. Because that's where God's blessing is. That's where safety and protection is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where you're surrounded by songs of deliverance. Isn't it amazing? Masks don't work. It's the confession of sin does. does. It's amazing exactly. that you're saying that because right now it's a 
it's shocking how that our sin is a Levitical sin right now. I know. It's amazing that we're right. in Leviticus right, right. now, and, right. and the very thing right. that is happening on the outside, we need to be thinking about that even more so and, on and the Hebrews, inside. And Hebrews says that those things could not take away your sins. That's right. right. That's mask right. can't take away your sins. Washing your hands, six feet distancing, whatever, can't take away your sins. But the blood of Jesus can. Meeting your neighbors, number seven. Number seven. Mm. Meeting your Oh, hold on. Where'd Where'd my music go? days. <laughs> Number seven. I'm just now finally hearing it. Yeah. That's... For, the, for the first time? Yeah. He's, been sing, he's been singing it all morning. Yeah. He was recording it this morning. Oh, my goodness. Meet That's your neighbors funny. and local leaders. Get to know them. Look for ways to care for them. Do you know your neighbor? You know, maybe they're scared of you. you know, maybe they're like, stand over there. Yeah. Fine, but you know, can can you can you give them, you know, can you at least wave at them? Make a pork shoulder for them. Yeah, that's what, barbecue. That is love. Yeah, yeah. and Christian love it, is a absolutely. smoked yes, pork shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's been amazing to me that and I'm not using this as a form of rhetoric, but it absolutely works like that. When you are in the heat of battle and you're fighting, people who don't know you think you're insane sometimes right. and right. can look like that even though you you're you're trying to be very sane at the po- at, right. that, at that moment. But when your friends and your neighbors see they they actually have a different attitude when you've been right. and we have a track record with them. Yeah. Hey, how, how, why is Gabe? Gabe's yeah. not like that. What's, yeah. what's going on here? It's just one of the helpful things about not having a mask on is they can see your face and your smile. Yeah. yeah. They know yeah. that you're happy. They know that you help them you know, push the car out of the ditch or you help them shovel the snow off their, their sidewalk or out of their driveway. Or have or, them over for their Sabbath feast. Or Yeah. Or, you, you know, know again, a, a card, anything, but just try to meet your neighbors, your local leaders. Yep. Um, g- try to get to know them. Yep. Try to f- help them know that even if you vigorously disagree on some things, That's right. that you really are for their good. That's yep. right. We are required to love our enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- that doesn't mean going along with whatever they want. No. Mm-hmm. But it means really wanting their good. And, you, and fundamentally, many of our enemies, many of our leaders, many of our neighbors who stand against us need Jesus. Right. And you have Jesus. You know Christ. And you know that Christ can break their hard hearts. Amen. And, and you don't know what God's going to do. That goes back to you know, number two, praying for them. Yeah. Pray right. specifically for them that God would give you opportunities to share the gospel with them. Yeah. Right. That's what they need. Pray for yeah. your share. More than changing their political allegiances, they need That's Christ. Right. Yeah. And, if, right. and if they find Christ, if Christ conquers them, everything else is going yeah. to tumble out. Well, look, I mean, arguments... <laughs> at least I feel like for me, arguments aren't working right now. No. Oh, it's funny. Right? Yeah. You know, well, it's like masking, the saying tower. masks don't work. And then you pull up a bunch of scientific no. r- articles that say masks don't work. And then this is the tower no of Babel. Exactly. This is the tower of Babel. Yeah. We're all speaking different languages. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's exactly all right. it is. Right. And the only, only one, the only yeah. one that can speak all the languages is the Holy Spirit. Pentecost right. was the reversal amen. of Babel. Amen. Right when the Spirit is poured out, people can understand one another. But what mm-hmm. the first thing they understand is the gospel. That's, That's right. right. They repent. That, and that has to happen. You know, they I mean, have change I mean, when they preached, I mean, all those people from all over the. I mean, it wasn't the first thing. Wasn't you know stop leaving your babies out to expose them. Yeah, they were doing that all over the Roman Empire. They needed to stop that. Right. The first thing they heard was that Jesus was crucified for their sins and rose again from the dead. Right. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Um, number, what are we at? What wait, number? We're at eight. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're at eight. We're at Sign up for the Fight Laugh East rally in oh, South Dakota. Yes. Right? Yes. Because, I mean, what, what a better way to, to culminate your first hundred days. That's right. In the year of our Lord, 2021, than with a bunch of your comrades in arms. Fellowship, feasting, yeah. singing. Come and, get fueled up. And getting a... Getting the theology behind what's right. going on this year and how we need to be resisting. Yeah, sing psalms, yeah. defy tyrants. Love God, sing psalms, defy tyrants. That's, That's right. the theme of the rally in South Dakota, mm-hmm. April 29, 30, May 1. And what you want to do is you want to go to flfnetwork.com and you want to sign up. Yeah. That's what you want to do. You want to register a plan to come support South Dakota, the free state in the union. Yeah, I know. One uh, governor who stood this whole time. Support the governor that read the right. Constitution. Even though you know we have our eight, and we probably can do 20, but yeah. one of the things, since we have a great community, what what are some of the things that you guys are yeah. thinking about? That's right. We want to know. Yeah. Our, our number nine is that? Well, yeah. yes, Send right. us your yeah. list of what you're planning to do what, this 100 days. What I, needs to happen? So we can, so we can share that, because I think since we have a community, let's encourage each other. This is right. one good way to encourage each other. You know, just like, like here's an example. One guy sent me an email in the news, which you can do if you want to send us news and articles that we should cover in our news stories. News at crosspolitic.com. One guy sent this, this and he said, how about, and this is in Pennsylvania, I don't even know what's going on now, but this is, this is a month or two back, but in Pennsylvania, Governor Wolf, which is a hilarious name because God tells the best stories, um, said churches can't meet, mm-hmm. um, and, and, um, and all, or said bars had to shut down, bars had to sh- and restaurants had to shut down, and, um, but I think maybe churches could still do something. 
And so he, he suggested, how about churches offer to bars and restaurants that they come in and do services in the bar, in the restaurant. So they can open up. So they can open up. Bars. Right? That's great. I, like I love but, but, that. But it's a win-win. You can be open and do business, and we'll share the gospel. Okay, see, Pastor, yep. this we'll is... preach the gospel. Yep. Right? People need to be thinking creatively like this. They need yep. to be praying creatively like this. Yeah. And try stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is it's Thank funny, you. but we've talked about this before. Some of the attack that's happened even before this, if you go back, you start zooming out. Some of the attack has been on institutions, Christian institutions, because they're the last stand of liberty and freedom in, in America. There's no freedom without Christ. There's no freedom without Christ. And the, and the, the devil knows that. And yep. so some of the biggest, this is why we need to support our churches, make sure that you're supporting them and other businesses because institutions are the only thing that's going to protect you as an individual. You've got to have those things. And churches are covering the flank yeah. of people who have company. This is amazing. If, I love if, that. If the, if the gym is being shut down, yeah. offer to go do periodic psalm sings in the gym. What a great yeah. way to evangelize, and, though. And do two or three Bible studies throughout the day. Say, hey, it's for religious exercise. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to put the, pa- uh-huh. the pastor's going to come in. Yeah, if, if you have ministers in your church, hey, come in, preach 30 minutes yeah. every day. But we want to share the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. They want to be open. Th- that's a and great opportunity. At halftime of your basketball game, yeah. have, a, have someone uh, present a gospel message. It's yeah. a worship service. Yeah, mm. it's a wor- it's, it's, yeah. So th- we get a chance to go ahead, man. I hope, send us yours. I want to know more. I want to know what yeah. you guys are doing because I know a bunch of you are thinking creatively and praying creatively too. Send them in. And Contact we'll sh- at fightlifefeast.com. Or news at crosspolitik.com. Okay. Either one. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, and, we'll read them fun. all. And yeah. I want to encourage you to get the Fight, Laugh, Feast app at your favorite app store. Guys, um, this is a great way for us to communicate with you. with Everything that's going on here, everybody on the networks that's there. And encourage as well. Would guys, you share the guys, show? Share cross politics with somebody who doesn't know that'd be super awesome i'm really excited about these first hundred days me too are you guys i can't wait to hear what I everybody mean, else is I mean, when offer. i started this i was thinking the first hundred days but that's not it's not his yeah that's they, right they no. belong to christ they're that's ours right. That's, that's right. right if you're single get married if you're married have kids and if you have kids go baptize them until next week love god with all your heart soul mind and strength love your neighbor as yourself go fight laugh and feast right on that drop right there you see what i did there uh-huh. <laughs> 2020 God exposed America with a bunch of viral particles A plague God flicked and we buckled Our political leaders shut down their states in fear Our pastors abdicated the church as non-essential And we have been scattered by petty tyrannical resolutions and edicts Into our homes or hiding our shame with mass Businesses have been shut down by arbitrary non-essential labels Strip clubs, pot shops, and abortion facilities remained open while churches were threatened, regulated, and fined. First Amendment rights were trampled on as we Christians were arrested by despotic, unprincipled local governments. Citizens were harassed by unelected health districts, and communities were threatened in their houses by cops. This sounds like a third world country, a bad dream, but it is not. It is the new America. This America is ruled by fear. This America is ruled by opportunistic politicians who don't give a damn about you. This America breeds a compliant citizenry that cares more about their strip clubs and DoorDash deliveries, that cares more about their safety and their comforts, than the truth that Jesus is King of Kings and that our freedoms are protected by the Constitution. This America is worse than King George III's America. It's time to take a stand, but to stand requires courage and courage requires repentance. What we need is reformation and revival in our churches, in our families, in our communities, in our businesses, and in our government. Every square inch needs the blood of Jesus. We need to cease this moment where all our sins, fears, and failures have been exposed by God through this plague and gather to sing psalms, to feast, and to get strengthened, to be encouraged, and equipped to lead America back to Jesus, who is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Governor after governor instituted some sort of shutdown, ignoring your constitutional rights. There was one governor, one state, that did not buckle and join the crowd of governors driven by fear. Governor Christine Nome has stood strong through this pandemic. And so we are bringing our first annual Fight, Laugh, Feast rally to Rapid City, South Dakota, April 29th through May 1st. Join us in the land of the free and the home of the brave as we learn to love God, sing psalms, and defy tyrants.